What's up, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Dr. Kramer podcast, or I should say the Dr. Joey Kramer podcast. It's been a hot minute since I've done one of these. I looked online and it was December 23rd. This, my friends, is a podcast about health, health being a complete state of well-being, not merely disease, the absence of disease or infirmaries. Forgive me, I am a bit rusty. <laughs> What's happening, everyone? 2022. Here we are. It's March, March 8th to be exact. Man, you guys uh, got to get on Dr. Kramer about getting these episodes recorded. I'll tell you what, um, over the last six months, I've had this series of ups and downs of wanting to actually record a podcast. I've had some resistance. I've had some ideas. I've had some notes. And, and every time I have sat down to dive into recording a podcast, I have found myself not being ready to get back in. Um, we just went through a move in our practice and in our previous office, we had some really thin walls and, you know, I just wanted to have a space to really create. And I felt like I had lost that touch. I'd lost that opportunity. And so now we're in the new office. I'm in my new office and I am in a new place to where I feel the beginning of some creative energy coming about in which we can start dropping some episodes again on a weekly basis to help you, the people, rediscover health, to answer questions surrounding your own journey, your own pursuit, and to maybe offer a little bit of hope that you're not alone and that in your journey and in your pursuit, that many other people are just like you in the same boat, in the same shoes, navigating the same circumstances, attempting to find answers to the questions of why me, why now, and will I ever get better? So today I want to talk about a, a concept that, man, we as Americans totally fail at. And this concept is called the pursuit of health. You see, for so long now, I have you know been a student of health since I was roughly 13 years of age. Everything has been a quick fix. It's been a knee-jerk reaction. It's always been something that is found by going to the doctor and getting a shot of penicillin, maybe getting some amoxicillin, you know, maybe you're going to go in there and get a Z-pack for seven days. Or we're going to get a vaccine because that's going to give us immunity, right? As we learn now that that doesn't even last for 90 days because then you got to get your boosters. Or we're going to talk about how, man, you got back pain. We're going to go give you a series of injections, maybe a sheet of naproxen. Oh, you're dealing with some trauma? Guess what? Here's some you know, tranquilizers to make it just to where you don't have to really experience any of this. Or, man, you have a little bit of depression because you know you behaved your way into it. That's okay. We got some pills to cover it. And I'm just fed up with it. I mean, I seriously am. It's sick because a majority of these issues that we are running into is all a result of how we choose to live our life. They are problems that are behavioral in nature, meaning that if we're seeing a rampant spike in depression and anxiety in females between the ages of 14 and 20, I wonder what that has to do with. It couldn't be Instagram, it couldn't be Facebook. It couldn't be TikTok. No, those would never cause any pressure. 
It couldn't be the rampant pornography that the freaking teenagers are exposed to these this day and age that places unrealistic expectations on our kids when you're trying to establish a Judeo-Christian home and the world is trying to establish a sin and adultery. I mean, that would never be part of the problem, would it? You know, maybe you're in your mid-40s and for the last 25 years, you've sacrificed your health for your family. And as a result, the whole story the whole uh, building came crumbling down and now you're dealing with vertigo and headaches and migraines and hormonal issues. You have fatigue and brain fog and no energy. And you're wondering, man, how do I repair this? And you know, a week, how do I fix 25 years of damage in seven days? Oh, how do I, you know, take some pills to undo all the stuff that I've subjected myself to. I just have to tell you all that it's totally unrealistic. All of it. Everything the Western narrative sells to you is complacency. It is designed to never get you healthy. It is designed to create a patient for life. What better way to have a practice than to have you come back monthly to be reassessed for your mental health disease and then to re-up your prescription and then to maybe make some changes to your prescription. Oh, those you know aren't working now, so we need to make some little tweaks here and there, right? That makes no sense. I mean, it does make sense if you're a business owner, right? But it doesn't make sense for us as we pursue health. And so today, I want to discuss something that is a concept that I stress and stress and stress and stress inside my practice that is the idea of 90 days. We're on day 67 of the year. We haven't even hit 90 days. So let's look back to day one because day one was January 1st. And many of you had health-related challenges that you embarked upon. Many of you have the health-related goals, myself included, in which I said, listen up, body. Listen up, mind. Listen up, world. Today is January 1, and I am going to make a change in my life. I'm going to commit to the workout. I'm going to cut back on the drinking. I'm going to cut back on the carbohydrates. I'm going to stop being a glutton when it comes to my consumption of food and booze and cigars and all these things, right? And that's pretty good for roughly 14 days. And then we know that after that, you just kind of revert back to where you were. So how can you even expect if you have not 100% committed to your goal for the last 67 days, to see any changes in your health. You can't. You might see some ups, you might see some downs, but listen, if you're not all in, you're never going to see 100% transformation in your health, even on day 67. This is the really important part that I have to stress because this comes from the latest in neuro research. The question was proposed, Dr. Kramer, you give an adjustment to the upper cervical spine to correct a neurological imbalance, a neurological deficit, a miscoordination of the nervous system of the human body. Yes. And that is designed to create balance. Yes. How long does it take for balance to be established? That, my friends, is a good question. Because what somebody is essentially asking is once you give an adjustment, once you make a change in the neurological state, how long will it take for me to see the the complete transformation in my own health? Well, I did some digging. 
And the question is reframed this way. How long does it take for neuroplasticity to work long term? And the answer that I found, deal with me here, says this. When the brain is young and not yet fully formed, there is a lot of flexibility. This explains why kids learn so quickly. However, when we reach 25 years of age, our brains are fully developed. I give you plus or minus a couple years there. Depending on the complexity of what we are doing, it takes roughly three to five months for the brain to form new neural connections that are equal in complexity to an old one. This is why repetition is absolutely necessary if you desire for new neurological connections to be made. Once the new connections are established, they will remain unless a traumatic event occurs in your life. What does that mean for you? That means that if you are a patient at the Hope Upper Cervical Spine Center and you received your first adjustment on January 1st and you've been diligent in following through with your protocol that you have been put on, you are only on day 67 today, Tuesday, 3-8-2022. That means three months is still quite a bit of ways. Day 31 of March is going to be actually your three-month mark, and you have up until five months to actually see long-term change in your pursuit of health. Now, this is not only related to the upper cervical correction, to the upper cervical adjustment, to restoring autonomic balance, to reestablishing neurological balance, to ensuring that our body is back to 100% operating capacity, to ensure that we have the best opportunity to express health regardless of having a symptom or not, what it really means and what this actually commits to is what are your habits and what are you putting in right now, this day, for the last 67 days? If you are living a life of doom and gloom, if you are consuming the media narrative still two years later, five years later, 15 years later, if you are still wrapped up in this idea of poor me, I will never get better, then that is your mantra on a day-to-day -day basis. You will never get healthy, period, end of story, because you have spent years reinforcing a neuroplastic pattern that suggests and reinforces that this is the way that you are going to live your life. If you want to make a change and you want to become something different and you want to become better than who you are today, you have to buckle up for a three to five month journey to make a new neural connection, a new neural pattern, a new standard of life that is better than the one you are currently at. That is as equally as complex as the creation that you already have. So let's say you're a person of trauma and you've suffered from, let's use the idea here that has happened most frequently in the practice, divorce. And you are trying to navigate how to get your feet back under you. You have to give yourself a grace period of five months and recognize that in that five-month window, you are going to have ups. You're going to have downs. You're going to have trials and tribulations. But the more you can repeat the action of creating hope, of creating joy, of creating health in your diet, in your activities, in the knowledge you consume, in the music you listen to, in the media you watch, in the books you read, in the people you surround yourself with, 
the better you have the opportunity of forever transforming your life five months later to where you are no longer in the position you are in today. Let's use a different example. Let's say that you are a headache and migraine sufferer and you've had them for 20 years. You have to understand that your pattern is going to have to change over the five months that you commit to forever eradicating these migraines. That means that you have to make a conscious effort to not take drugs. You have to make a conscious effort to pay attention to the triggers in your life that set you up for having these migraines or these headaches, and you have to avoid them at all cost. Period. If you are somebody that is challenged by weight gain, by um, obesity, by the pandemic of fat that is America, then you have to make a change. I had to do it this year. I had to do it last year. I mean, I found myself at 285 pounds, which I swore I would never get to again. And I've had to start fasting four days a week. You know how hard that is? I don't put this on you, but I just want you to understand that sometimes we as people become gluttons. We, as Americans, we are addicted to so much. And that when we start to want to desire to make a change, a little bit of penance, a little bit of self-sacrifice, and a little bit of commitment will create some grit and some fortitude to allow you to better pursue health. Now, is it going to be an easy journey? Absolutely not. It's going to be incredibly difficult to break those habits. I've had to watch young men in my practice struggle day in and day out when they come in and talk to me about their own addictions with regards to pornographic consumption. I've had to listen to young females come into my practice and talk about how they have doom and gloom on their mind all the time and how they never think it's going to get better because nobody loves me and my anxiety sucks and my depression sucks. Guess what? It does. It's hard. It's not easy. And if anybody tells you it's easy, they are lying to you. And if they think that you can solve your problem in 30 days by just taking this supplement and suggesting that this pill is going to solve your problem, it doesn't work that way. You have to focus on health as an all-consuming alignment. You have to be aligned in body, in mind, in spirit, in relationships, in finances, in nutrition, in physical activity. You have to be aligned in every single area of your life or you will find a deficit, you will expose the deficit, and you will find that addiction and that path and that door will be open, and you will no longer be in pursuit of health. So when somebody comes in here for a total transformation of their life, then they are seeking transformation, and they're seeking a total health renovation. We have to understand that you are asking of me to help you fix your habits to help you in your pursuit of health, to be your biggest cheerleader to ensure that we help facilitate a healing environment that opens doors to allow you to thrive in your God-given vocation. That, my friends, is why on day 67, I have to record a podcast to cheer you on and say, listen, you're not even at three months if you started with us on January one. So if you're wondering why you're not to the point where you want to be, it's because you haven't given yourself enough time and you are addicted to the world that tells you that this super fast pace is how you are going to get healthy right now. You're going to make millions by getting on Instagram and clicking and liking and clicking and liking and scrolling and clicking and liking and clicking, scrolling, 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 scrolling. That, my friends, is not reality. 
That, my friends, is not true. The metaverse can go down with one EMP. It can wipe out the entire technological world. What do you do then? Do you have real human relationships? Do you have real friendships? Do you have people that you surround yourself with on a daily basis that are in your foxhole to help you pursue your life that you can trust with your most most disgusting wounds, that you can trust with your biggest dreams, that you can trust with your most difficult questions that you're trying to face? Because if you don't, the pursuit of health is for naught. And if you don't, why even hope? Because let's be honest, you never wanted to pursue health in the first place. It was just something you saw on the scroll on the TikTok that made you chuckle, made you laugh. And you maybe thought, that's a good idea. And then you went back to living the same crap habits that developed you into the same crap lifestyle that gave you the same crappy quality of health that you have right now. The pursuit of health requires you to go against everything the world sells. Because, my friends, health is a journey. Health is not easy. But believe me when I tell you this. When you can separate yourself from what the world sells and you can embark on the journey of self-mastery, of health mastery, it is worth more than any amount of money, any amount of likes, any amount of loves, any amount of perceived friends you could have. It is worth the salvation of your soul because when you sacrifice the world, you truly surrender to God and his divine plan for you and know that God did not design you to be sick. It just requires you to make sacrifice to the tune of three to five months, which can be compounded into three to five years, which can compound into a lifetime of joy, of hope, and of love. I'll be back next week. I'm super pumped to be back on the podcast. You guys have a great day. And remember, it's just day 67. You got a couple more days before you're at three months. Let's do a little self-check-in and see where we're at. I know where I am, and it's not where I want to be this year. You guys have a great day.